heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? But let's kick it off with Lloyd Kennewell because he's got hopefully a winner today. He's got some interesting runners nominated for Ballarat and we'll also get the update after what was a big announcement a couple of days ago for his star three-year-old future stallion signing the deal with Witt. And that's where we start Racing Pulse today. Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Morning, Lloyd. How are you? I'm good, Michael Felgate. How are you? Very well, mate. Uh, uh, tell us how happy you were to uh, get that deal done with Widdenbury. I am an unstoppable who has been, uh, unfortunately, a bit of a bridesmaid during the spring carnival, but he certainly showed uh, once again the quality he has and the future that he has both on the track and at stud. Yeah, look, I don't think there was any um, any disappointments. Obviously, him being a bridesmaid through the spring, he was unlucky a few times and could have nearly been unbeaten, but instead he, he went to the line with a, a pretty much a second fence, unfortunately, not a picket fence. So he was he was terrific. And, um, yeah, it's been in the pipelines for probably oh, since he raced, really. So we were keen to sort of get something done from my point of view just to take the pressure off everyone and, and head into the autumn with a, a clear mind with where we're at and what we were doing. And um, there was obviously a, a number of people interested or a number of farms and studs interested in the horse and um, Ant Thompson was brilliant to deal with and he was very keen to secure the horse and uh, I think everybody's extremely happy with the deal that we've struck. He's so uh, beautifully bred. He's such an imposing type and touch wood, it, it seems that hopefully it's just a matter of time before he puts that Group 1 win next to his name. So what's the scenario for him moving forward, the the current owners that are in him, and how is it all structured now? Yeah, look, I think it's I think we've structured it really well. Like Matt Becker, Group 1 Bloodstock, who I'm obviously pretty close to, we're good mates and obviously do a lot of business together. He helps structure the deal with Anthony on behalf of us, and um, I think it worked out really, really well. And probably a good gesture from from Widdenstad and, and their team as well that um, we're allowing the, the current ownership to stay in the horse and race 50% of the horse with Widden uh, in conjunction till the end of the 23-24 racing season, obviously until the horse turns four. So it's good that these 72 owners get to continue the ride after buying into him off of Twitter, most of them, which is really good. So um, I, think, I think they've obviously had a, a really good run of it and... Uh, now their, their their bank balances will look a lot better in January when they they've got some more money in their account as well. So I think it's good. Uh, and basically, obviously, there's um, more potentially more money on the table for them as well if, mm. if the horse comes out and wins a, a Group One, obviously over the autumn. Yeah, because a lot of these deals, um, for, for listeners who may not be a, a, across it, there's normally kickers and bonuses if you can win further Group One races uh, when you've got a potential colt and a deal's being done. Yeah, that's exactly right. And um, and we just obviously structured all that exactly how both parties wanted it. Uh, everything went really smoothly. And obviously there's money to come off the table now uh, for women purchasing the horse, uh, which is which is fantastic for, for the current ownership group. And um, I just think it's, it's, a, it's a win-win for everybody. I think it's worked out really, really well. The horse is a high-quality colt and... Um, Anthony probably look like he's got a cheap horse in the autumn if he comes out and wins a group one, that's for sure. What is his autumn program looking like? He's already back in training. He's in pre-training at Lameva Park already and um, he put on 
probably 14 kilos in 10 days, so we didn't want to give him too long out. He's really turned from a... Probably had to work with a, a boy at the start of the prep, and now I'm working with a man for next prep, so mm. to speak, because he's really he's really turned the corner into a bull, but a, a really well-natured bull at that. So he'll um, he'll obviously aim up at the, at the lightning stakes first up. We want to we want to kick off in that sort of race. Um, I know it's obviously going to be a strong race. We think we've got a very good colt that can sort of improve again. Um, but obviously, we don't want to shirk the task of, of getting to the new market, which I think is his ultimate goal at the moment uh, for the preparation. Uh, he's a horse that's going to get 50 kilos in the in the new market. So uh, if he doesn't win the Lightning first up, he'll he'll drop sort of five and a half kilos from 55 and a half in the Lightning set weights to uh, 50 kilos in the new market. So mm. that's a race, I think, that can battle harden him as well and have him really fit and ready to go for the new market over 1,200 second up. Yeah, it's mouth-watering those sprints that we've got awaiting us in the autumn. Have you had more of a discussion with Anthony and the, the team at Widden about could he race on past his um, three-year-old career into his four-year-old? I know we've seen that occur in recent years, and Anthony's not scared to to let them continue to blossom on the track. Is that what you would like to see occur? Oh, I'd love to see it. I think, obviously, these Iron Invincibles, if they're well looked after, they definitely get better. Like, I think the Dora didn't win her first group one until she was five and then six. So um, I think there's no risk that if they've been well looked after, they do get better with age, the Iron Invincible breed. And um, I think he'd be no rule, no exception to the rule. But um, at the end of the day, his racetrack performance will determine, obviously, whether he races on or not. Um, and then Ant's probably got a, a major decision to make at the end of the day to be taken away from me because if he happened to win a big Group One over the over mm. the autumn, he he may want him at stud for next season because he'd be very valuable and ready to go. So uh, we, we, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But uh, at this stage, we're just all eyes on the autumn to sort of kick off at those two races and then we can reset if we don't think he's up to that or if we have to reset uh, to, to a TJ Smith or whether we're going to be going to a, a Goodwood handicap or who knows. It's just a matter of seeing what happens. So um, we'll just we'll let it all unfold after those first two races. It'd be nice if you had another I Am Unstoppable type coming through uh, the ranks for the upcoming two-year-old races. And do we get to see a couple on, on Saturday at Ballarat who... I know we're also entered in the Magic Millions. You've got Broken Promises and Wolfgang in the entries. Will either run? They'll both run. Okay. Um, they've both worked up really, really well. It's it's quite funny because Wolfgang's a, a cult that I've got a nice opinion of. He's always worked well. He trialled well around a bend. Probably trialled a little bit green up the straight and then raced extremely green on debut up the straight at Flemington. Got him back around a bend the other day at the trials and he was really nice. He went through the gears beautifully. Broken Promises owned in similar interest in, in Aquas's interest. She's a filly that sort of just turned up here, uh, just see where she ends up and, and what she could do. Being very unassuming and just plain, doing her work nicely under the radar. And took her to the trials the other day and she actually beat Wolfgang and, and looked really good doing it. They then had a little Mexican standoff on Tuesday morning as their final gallop mm-hmm. before they uh, go to the races Saturday. And to be honest, there was a cigarette paper between them and, and they, they worked exactly how they trialled the Monday before. So really impressed with them, really happy with them and I think we're going there with two pretty serious chances in the race, to be honest. All right, that's good. We'll look forward to Wolfgang and Broken Promises. Uh, does Zabilis go around in the three, four-year-old classic? Yeah, she takes her line up there for sure. She won really impressively first up. It's a race we won last year with Direct. I felt it was a, a good target race for her. She poorly weighted. But uh, after impressive dominant win first up, I was pretty keen to get her there and have one run prior to it. 
The one run prior to it was where I think Mick D said they must have forgot to water the track at Ballarat and it was like a road and most leaders won on the day and she was a get-back horse out wide. So mm. she did a pretty good job to run where she did. Uh, probably just needs to draw soft, get a nice soft run and she can run a nice race. Under no illusion, she's not in well at the weight. So that's yep. the only concern I have there. And uh, Meridius hasn't been too far away as well. It, um, you've got ended on Saturday. Yeah, Mark Zara thought he probably if he had clear air the other day, he reckons he probably could won again, leader by a track that day at Caulfield. Um, I would expect him to be sort of right at his peak and hopefully he can run really well because then he's off to the Gold Coast for Magic Millions Day. Could be a big Gold Coast uh, for yourself and the team up there come early, Jan. <laughs> will be for Lucy. She's got about three or four going up there with her. So oh, Lucy's heading up, is she? <laughs> I'll let Lucy, yeah, Lucy's, Lucy's going to head up there. with a, We've got a little team going up. Uh, so SF90 will head up, Meridius. Uh, we've got one for the Maiden, Pure Paradise. On the on the wave day, there looks like there's some really good prize money on offer, and we've targeted three horses that we think can really go well up there because they're all Magic Millions only mm. races, but quarter of a million dollar races at that. So she'll be up there for a few weeks before I get up there for the sales. Magnificent. Um, uh, speaking of SF90, I see you got it in tomorrow at Geelong. Uh, you happy with how it's going? Really happy. She won really good the other day. Uh, Blake Shin gave the really good report on her. He's suspended and out at the moment. He made the booking for Craig Williams to ride it. So I think he said it might have been his only ride going there. I haven't looked, mm. but uh, Blake booked him. So he's obviously going to ride them all on the Gold Coast, Blake. So he said, I just want to make sure that they're well looked after. So he's uh, he's uh, basically <laughs> booked Craig himself. There. Does that happen often? <laughs> Uh, no, I was a bit surprised actually. He rang me, so I've just booked Craig Williams to ride it off. Okay, no so let him go. Uh, Craig's fine. He's obviously a very good jockey in his own right. So uh, just questionable whether I run her yet. I, she keeps drawing wide this horse, which I don't like. Packenham was okay to get away with it. Geelong, maybe not with the rail out. It could be leader dominant. She, she'll probably get back a little bit. I've also entered for Mooney Valley Friday night, which closed this morning, so we'll just sit and wait to see where she draws there. Okay. Uh, the team's going well. You've got a, a nice horse in today, Thunder who, Award, who got the job done on debut. Uh, the gelding by Seamus Award steps up to city class today. What are your thoughts? Yeah, he's a, he was super dominant first half. He'd come from nowhere and, and swamped the favourite late to win and ran the fastest splits of the day, so... Pretty good effort to do that on debut. Really, really like the horse. I reckon we've lined up in a, a very good class one for, for today at Sandown. Uh, I'm iffy about the barrier. I like it, but I don't like it. I think it'll probably be a on-fence, on-pace day with the rail sort of out a little bit at Sandown, which it can be. Um, but I think the horse is in very, very good order. I think... Uh, Kieran's also be very hard to beat up the top. It was very impressive as well on debut. Uh, Friedman and Corsten's also the other two to beat. I think mm. they're the clear best four in the race. I think this horse has got pretty good ability to go to the Autumn Carnival, so I want to see him hopefully stay unbeaten and go to the paddock today after that for a quick little break. So I'm hoping that he can get the job done, but it's like I said, it's no easy feat. I think it's a pretty good race. Could be a good week, uh, Lloyd, by the sound of it. You've got some nice horses stepping out. Uh, good luck with it all. Thanks, Michael Felgate. <laughs> Lloyd Kettingwell joining us there.